than answers. Like is building a city on rock and roll a wrong move from an engineering perspective? Hi America, hello world. Do you know Le Corbusier pioneered the split floor rock and roll concrete construction? Did you Mm. know such things? No. My name is Adrian (laughs) Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, more questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio, entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Now each week, we put our ear against the wall. We listen to my mother's snoring. Whatever she, you don't. Well, I just inform you, don't I? Yeah. We can't all get our ear against the wall. It's a very small wall. <laughs> my mother's a very small woman. Just yes. saying. Let's see what she listened to before she went to bed. <laughs> Bit of starship, fantastic. <laughs> so snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight, and don't make too much noise. She complains when we wake her up. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. Heather realised this week that Batman's cape must get stuck in his car door more times than he will care to admit. Welcome to the show, Heather Morris. (laughs) Hola. Hola. 
I made a joker this week. Yes, you did. Yes, you're very good in the arts department, aren't you? Dark mm. joker. You made a very dark joker. He's, I love him. Ledger would be proud of you. I yes. think he would. Yeah. Very. Is it for sale? Yes. If you want to buy a Heather's model of the joker, <laughs> you need to friend her on Facebook. Yeah. That's where we need to be. You can make some money and buy some more alcohol. How's that for you? Yeah. Oh, I like it. I also wish to introduce the man and crazy Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Mora, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle always knew that one day she'd end up face down in the gutter. She just didn't expect everyone to keep bowling. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. They're mad. They're bad. They're paranormal. This is season three, episode 13. Perhaps unlucky for 13 for some of us. Is it 13 already? I believe that to be the case, but I'm no expert at maths. That is the case. Huh. I also have with me the gong of infinite bowling knowledge with the facts of smelly shoes and the statistics of greasy pizza. Let me take a run up. That doesn't get any better, does it? On this day in 1791, Vermont was admitted as the 14th state. So for the first time on MQTA Radio in the history of broadcasting, the I cannot believe that bizarre and strange laws of Vermont. Ever been to Vermont? No. I have. You have? Well, you've got an advantage over Morris then, haven't you? What are you not allowed to do underwater in Vermont? It's illegal. There you go. Eat cheddar. You're not allowed to eat mm-hmm. cheddar cheese underwater. What a weekend that was. <laughs> <laughs> so how did your friend drown again? She went with a runny brie underwater. <laughs> they had to empty the swimming pool, apparently. You don't think... You're allowed, this may be the case, you don't think you're allowed to eat cheese underwater. Yes. With a snorkel, you're pushing it down the snorkel. A nice Mm, runny cheese. Cheese straw. Cheese straw. You're underwater breathing through a cheese straw. You have a very strange and bizarre mind, Miss Morris. I know. I love it. Michelle Corrie's had plenty of time to Mm -hmm. think of a decent answer. What are you not allowed to do underwater in Vermont? Take anything. Take anything. (laughs) Are we talking drugs? What's going to happen? Like rocks and rocks. sea creatures. <laughs> Think more swimming pool is where I'd be going, to be honest. Is Vermont landlocked? Does it even have a coastline? That could be problematic, couldn't it? <laughs> I'm just, I'm foreign. What do I know? I know nothing of geography. The correct answer, of course, is to whistle. You're not allowed to whistle underwater. I'm not making this stuff up. I've spent what? hours and hours and hours yeah, you have. watching the television when I should have been researching Vermont. It's true. Wow. You know that law was put in place because some idiot somewhere decided to whistle underwater and drown, right? So all of a sudden you've got to have an anti-whistling law. Quick, run. It's the whistling underwater to police. And how are you going to catch them anyway? It's a slippery slope from singing in the rain. You know, mm. you start off slowly by singing in the rain and before you know where you are, you're onto the heavy stuff and you're whistling underwater. And you're doing a diamond chino. I cannot give the points no. away. We're looking at illegalities, of course. It is illegal to tie what animal to a telephone pole in Vermont. A raccoon. You're going to tie, what's that, a hobby? Tying raccoons to telegraph poles. Yes. We were so poor as kids. Or a goat. Well, this is where you choose two answers, <laughs> isn't it? And hope that one of them's on the money. You're putting your <laughs> chips on red and black, aren't you? <laughs> We had no money growing up. We had to play 
with roadkill puppets. I'd tie a string around them and me and my sister would have a puppet show with roadkill. Nice. You're going to go with the famous goat raccoon. Yes. Ah. That's going to take some explaining, isn't it? When your raccoon wife suddenly gives birth to some goats, there will be questions asked, right? There you go. You're going to go with both of those answers? Yes. Wow. Five years for tying a raccoon to a telegraph pole. Think of an animal exotic that you would not want to tie to a telegraph pole. Why don't you give me those clues? Okay. Have a third stab in the dark, Morris, and see what you can come up with. You're going with the puma-raccoon-goat combination. That's a chupacobra, isn't it? Yes. What are you going to plump with? Um, A lion. A lion. It is, in fact, a giraffe. If you think about the technicalities of that, that that could actually chew on your telegraph wires, couldn't it? Do you see what I'm saying? Right. I love the mime, by the way. You're welcome. Did you ever think in your career you'd be miming a giraffe chewing on telegraph wires in Vermont? I thought it was particularly impressive. Why are you giving me that signal, Morris? I'm miming. <laughs> I can see what you're what doing. What I think of your quiz. <laughs> and once again, this is why we can't have cameras in the studio. How long do you think it would take for a giraffe to throw up? Because that's got to come quite a long way. Do you see what I'm saying? I wonder if a giraffe, when it's being sick, that's got a long way to travel, isn't it? Do you see what I'm saying? I'd want to time that is where we are. Unbelievable. Giraffes, of course, sing in the rain because they don't fit in the shower. I was in Vermont. In in my imagination, I was in a bank line once in Salk Centre in the middle, plumb in the middle of Minnesota. And a gentleman recognised my foreign accent and said, where are you from? I said, I'm English. I said, where are you from? He said, I'm from Vermont. I said, I know nothing about Vermont. Give me something Vermont's famous for. And he said, in Vermont, we have the most famous cheddar anywhere in the world. And I said, I think you'll find cheddar in England has the best cheddar in the world. Just saying. He wasn't very happy. (sighs) You are driving through Vermont, but you won't see any of these. They were outlawed in 1968. So think about a long journey to Vermont. What are you going to see or not see on the way there that you would see anywhere else driving through America for prolonged period of time like the journey from here to south dakota where you're clutching a rusty nail into the palm of your hand to stay vaguely conscious billboards the only road where they put electric poles up to improve the landscape billboards bill boards you're saying billboards were bound and bound <laughs> yes you're tying raccoons you're bounding raccoons to billboards with pumas yes mm. you have some strange hobbies most people collect stamps Mm. What are you going with, Michelle? It's billboards. It's you know that for a fact, do you? Mm-hmm. It's true. The first points Thank of the you. evening. Three questions Thank in. You. Billboards were bound in. I can't get any worms <laughs> out. Banned. They're banned in Vermont. They were banned in 1968. Michelle remembers that very well. Of course, she was a teenager. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. fighting talk right there. Ladies and gentlemen, we've not left Vermont yet. By Jiminy, by Jove, we've still got more to come. I'm going to give you two points each. You're feeling creative. Miss Morris is often feeling creative. Very. Mm -hmm. But you're not allowed to paint this animal. What animal are you not allowed to paint in Mm. Vermont? Is it domestic or exotic? 
I would say this is going towards something you might see quite a lot of. So it's a not skunk. Exa- you're not allowed to paint a skunk because the painting would stink. That's going <laughs> to end. You could use the skunk as a brush, yes. stick it on the end of a pole, and start decorating your house. A skunk. You're going skunky. Mm-hmm. You love skunks, don't you? I do. I love them. Skunky. Loves them. You love the smell of skunk in the morning. Yes, you it's do. oddly intriguing. I loves it. Yes, we'll have to buy that cologne, won't we? <laughs> the smell of fresh skunk by yes. Emma Ged. Morris went with skunk. <laughs> Michelle's lost the will to live. What do you know about what traditionally would get painted? You cat. <laughs> Where are you living? What? what? Let's, let's sit around and paint the cat, shall we? Because we've got nothing else to do in Minnesota on these cold, lonely spring mornings. It is a horse. You will not see a horse painted in Vermont. It is illegal. I can paint the cat? You can do whatever you want with the cat. It's the horse you're not allowed to touch, I'm afraid, Corrie. Okay. Uh. On this day in 1881, California becomes the first state to pass plant quarantine legislation so for the first time in the history of mqta radio i can't believe that fascinating facts about plant quarantine legislation (sighs) i'm making it plants i'm gonna give you a chance very simple there will be points to be had closest one wins what percentage of the world's plant life is found in the ocean there and i'm not talking about a bit of flooding in the south field a bit of drainage problem down there i'm talking proper seashells octopus there you go i'm going to go with you first michelle i want a number for you okay in terms of the amount percentage wise of the world's plant life that is found in the ocean 27 27 percent. your choice 42 morris is to go higher or lower you've gone higher it is 85 percent if you'd have thought this through a little bit more, two-thirds of the entire planet is water. So there's a good possibility it's going to be a fairly high figure. Morris is the closest. She now moves up to a rather hefty plant-like xylem 4. It is 85%. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. In 2009, scientists discovered a plant in the Philippines. <gasps> That was capable of devouring what? It was eating these. What do you think a plant in the Philippines? <laughs> a plant in the Philippines? <laughs> Why am I here? Why Audrey? am I here? In 2009, scientists discovered a plant eating these. What do you think that plant was nuts. eating? Eating nuts. <laughs> Be aware, Jimmy. That's one of them. Their plant eating nuts. <laughs> Great. You only got one. Good times. You want to be careful. Nuts. A nut-eating plant. You're looking at a nut. (laughs) Got to be my luck. I'd be born a plant with a nut allergy. You're going for nuts. Yep. (laughs) Nice. What are those plants eating? It's like day of the triffids, isn't it? Mm, Ridiculous. Dentists. They're eating dentists. Can you be more specific? (laughs) Is that your answer? They're eating dentists. You almost want to take one to a dentist. (laughs) You've been watching Little Shop of Horrors, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Would you believe it's rats? There's (gasps) plants in the Philippines that are eating rats. Sweet. You could throw a a cat in, couldn't you? I mean, it's a whole... Just 
Cats are our friends. Yes, but they taste very greasy, don't they? Mm -hmm. And they repeat on me. There you go. Any rat you try and poison that won't die has to be called Ratsputin, doesn't it? Yes. I love this show. I love Ratsputin. I almost want a cat called Ratsputin. Yeah. It's a great name for a cat. Very simple. Banana is the Arabic word for what? If you went into an Arabic country, if you're in the Middle East and you say the word banana, it literally means what? Have a think about the shape boomerang. of boomerang. A boomerang. You're thinking when they named bananas back in the day, they were fully aware of the continent of Australia, were they? Pretty much. A stick that, that keeps comes back to you. Coming back. This is very sticky. Yes. Yes. You're going with the good old fashioned boomerang. What if you get hit by one of those? You've been hit by, you've been struck by a smooth Aboriginal. You're terrible. You're going with boomerang, are you? Yep. Morris, the whole world is watching you at the moment, and you're going with boomerang. Yep. I'm not going to deter you in your opinion, am I? Nope. Corey, there's a whole world out there. <sighs> what do bananas look like? A smile. let me put a smile a a weenus on that face (laughs) at least you went with body parts i'm going to give you one point because i'm in a very philanthropic mood it actually is the arabic word for fingers would you believe which adds a new twist to the phrase will you put a ring on my banana (laughs) I i love this show kfc looks a lot different doesn't it with the slogan Banana licking good. <laughs> I love this show. I love this show. That was then. But this is now. Yes. We get to our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag. Good times. You can write to us anytime. I will tell you how you can write to us in a second. Robin, our good friend in Massachusetts, posted, I love Friday. Best night of my week. Hi, Robin. We love you, Robin. Robin listens to us on SoundCloud and live with the Dark Matter Digital Network. But if you go to Facebook, we have 6,100 followers on Facebook. All of tonight's stories, all of the jokes, the cartoons, the banter, all the conversations, everything to do with the strange, the bizarre, the innuendos, (laughs) the facts of the paranormal world, all the stories in glorious Technicolor from all over the world is available on Facebook. Join us on Facebook. Everything's there. You can write to us. You can look up all the free shows, everything we've got going on. Lots and lots of goodies on there as well. That's more questions than answers with Adrian Lee on Facebook. Tom in Maryland has written. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Another great program tonight. Wish you were on two or three times a week. (laughs) Makes my work shift go faster nice we can't drink two or three times a week i think i can i think michelle probably could actually <laughs> i I'm can not, I don't think I do you can't talk you, you can tell she's drink she's wearing a nashville t-shirt that's three days old and she's got mustard down the front i was cold and it was in the back of my truck wow mark in michigan has Hello, written mark? hi mark I never had problems sleeping on Friday nights. I listen to Adrian's melodious laughter. Oh, God. And all of my worries just melt away. <laughs> Thank you for always being there 
form. It's almost like I'm in bed with you, Mark, isn't it? Snuggled oh, up next to you in Michigan, spooning, spooning dribbling in your ear. Oh. My dulcet tones. I could read you a bedtime story if you make me a cup of tea. Mm. He's listening on a Friday at 8pm Central Time where you can catch us first on the Dark Matter Digital Network. If you go to Dark Matter Digital Network, Friday nights, 8 o'clock, everything's there for you. Easy to do, completely free. 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Barbara posted, Friday was so awesome. Not only did I get to listen to another great show, but I got two shows on Patreon with Not For Your Mother. Oh, thank you so much. Huzzah. Not For Your Mama. Huzzah. Mm-hmm. She's written Huzzah. Huzzah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Renfest. Yes. Martin is also a good friend from New York. Martin! Martin! He's also a member of Patreon. This show is free. It will always be free. We love doing it. We love getting together. We hang out socially as well. Not with Nathan, obviously. He's not here today, so we can talk yeah, about Yeah, we locked him out. He slipped yeah. his chains and he was last seen running across the field. <laughs> with a banana. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be, when he's finished his banana, he will. He's making a <laughs> pair of slippers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the joke that got it, was it? A pair of slippers. All that work and effort and you're laughing at the pair of slippers joke. Good <laughs> God, madam. They're on Patreon. This show's free. It'll always be free. We enjoy doing it, but we have costs. We incur costs. We have studio costs. Wow, equipment costs. Equipment costs. We get through a lot of paper, I might add. We also, we get through a lot of mustard. This is also (laughs) true. Thank you for pointing that out. We also have to pay for all of the platforms we're on. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. All of our shows are there and they're archived over the last five years. You can listen to them back to back and binge Listen, there are a lot of shows. There's about 180 shows on there at the moment, all completely free. You can listen to them in the gym on long journeys. You can listen to them while you're walking the dog or working in the garage, anywhere you wish to be. But if you wish to donate a single dollar, 100 shiny new pennies to the show to pay for our platforms and so we're not out of pocket, we would appreciate that. We do have Patreons on there. If you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio, donate a single dollar, you do get something for that contribution. You get to listen to the shows first, and there's lots of other fun and interesting things. You can also sponsor the show as well if you want your business read out. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. They're a target audience of people that have a thirst for knowledge, love facts, love the paranormal, love the entire world. We speak many different languages. We go out to many cultures, many countries, and you could have your product mentioned on this show if you're interested. That's all on there for you. Patreon.com, MQTA Radio. I really, really appreciate your support. As I said, it will be free. This show's always free, but we do incur costs as well. Vince in Virginia posted, I never miss a show. You guys are great. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Vince. Virginia, thanks, Virginia, the, the named after the Virgin Queen, Queen Elizabeth I, of course. Again, we are available on SoundCloud. If you're listening on SoundCloud now, why not press the little orange love heart and show us how much you love the show? And as we previously mentioned, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes when the show is finished. At the top of the hour, when we get taken off of air, there are stories from around the world that are on Facebook. You can see them right now. They're on our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee. Those stories are on there. We cannot read them out 
on air. We will be fined. We will be removed. They're of a sexual nature. They're mm. laden with naughtiness. Naughty. Filth. Filth. Dirty. Innuendo. Innuendos. Mm. <laughs> Can you say filth at the same time she says naughty? Can we get that to happen? Naughty. Good God. <laughs> Just give me a couple of minutes. You can do the show on your own. I'm going to put that on a loop and listen to it over and over again on my iPhone is what's going to happen. That's fantastic for everybody. So you can catch up with us on SoundCloud as well. We have a Twitter account. If you go to Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, we have a hundred thousand listeners on there at the moment and my books are also available how to be a christian psychic what the bible says about healers mediums and paranormal investigators and lots of books about ghosts the paranormal my adventures with the international paranormal society if you go to amazon type in adrian lee you will see all of my books on there i'm going to promote several things i did a podcast a couple of weeks ago it was very good it's 90 minutes long there's a gentleman that lives in town, a young lad. His name's Ethan Clerk. If you go onto YouTube, I did a 90-minute interview. We talk about every aspect of ghosts, hauntings, history, Ouija balls. There's photographs. It was a podcast that they filmed, and it's been edited really well. You can actually access it on iTunes, but obviously you won't get a chance to see me or the photographs. I present evidence of being scratched, of demons, all kinds of wondrous things. If you go on YouTube... If you search for Ethan Clerk, that's K-L, sorry, that's C-L-E-R-C. But if you type Ghosts, Ouija Boards, Adrian Lee, it's episode five, you will find it on there. And I have posted this on our Facebook site as well. You can go and watch me being interviewed on there. That was a fabulous, fabulous interview. And lots of people have written in and said they did a really good job. And it's very rare. Um, I'm obviously broadcasting every week as the host of MQTA. But as the founder of the International Paranormal Society, and what I'm led to believe is a leading expert on all things ghost and paranormal, I do actually get interviewed myself. And it's fun for me to actually provide information and tell people what I do. Big thank you to Morton in Renville County last week. I did a talk on the art and symbolism of the cemetery, and that went down very well. And we raised a lot of money for charity, so I'm very happy about that. I have a steampunk novel. Again, everything's free. If you like detective stories, if you like Sherlock Holmes, if you like comedy, it's a steampunk, comedic, detective, Victorian story. Again, go onto YouTube, type Victorian Detective Adrian Lee. They're absolutely free. They're half an hour each. They're very funny, I'm led to believe. We also lost, unfortunately, a very famous British celebrity last week. His name was Dale Winton. People in America might not know who he is. He presented the National Lottery Show in Britain for many years. He had a morning TV show that was very, very popular called Supermarket Sweep, where the winner got to run around a grocery store, a supermarket, filling up their trolley with goods. And the questions during the course of the show would allow them so much time to run around and fill their shopping cart. So he was a great loss. He was a great man. I've got a very brief story about this gentleman. I was in London, in Chelsea, in West London, in a very famous road called the King's Road. There's many wondrous shops down there that are too expensive for me to shop in. I was dating a nurse called Julie. She was from Sunderland. She had shoulders like watermelons, constantly lifting patients in and out of bread. (laughs) 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 That's if you go private, of course. While you were loafing? Oh, my. 
<laughs> it was the gravy I was struggling with. Yeah, she was constantly lifting patients in and out of bread. That's a very famous uh, way of fixing rheumatism in Britain, is to wrap everything in bread. Mm. And uh, she was shoe shopping. And this is the want with men. We're not interested in shoe shopping. So she was going in and out of shops. It was a lovely, sunny afternoon on a Saturday, probably four o'clock. The sun was coming down. I was in the King's Road in Chelsea. Just a glorious, glorious evening. I said to her, I'm not going in any more shoe shops. I'm going to stand out here and watch the world go by. All the big red double-decker London buses, the taxis. There was a bar next door that was very famous next to Sloan Square Station called Oriel. So I looked up and there was a gentleman there I recognised. And I'm thinking, how do I know him? Did I go to university with him? How do I know this guy? And it was Dale Winton, the guy that unfortunately died last week so dale winton's now looking at me i've caught his eye and i'm thinking oh i recognize him that's dale winton from the television now we're looking at each other and as i said before he's a friend of dorothy's do you see what i'm saying so he said hello and i said hello back and he said can i buy you a drink and i said sure nothing else better to do so me and dale mm. sat there laughing chatting getting on very well like a house on fire julie comes out the shoe shop I can't leave you alone for five minutes. She was very unhappy. She dragged me away. What's very interesting about that story is Dale Winton was always clean shaven. And I had, and I've always had a goatee beard. I've had a goatee beard for like 30 years now. The next time I saw him on the TV that weekend on the National Lottery, pulling balls out of a basket. <laughs> I know, right? He had a goatee beard. I just wondered if I'd influenced that in some way, shape or form. But very nice guy, very friendly and got me in trouble with my girlfriend for flirting outrageously with a gay man. I thought nice. that was very funny. This is the first round. It is the round we call Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on five. I am yet to score. Heather is on four. Ghostly woman is seen walking slowly along the road of bones. The mysterious figure has been spotted trudging along the infamous road of bones in the far east of frozen Russia. Local reports said the lonely figure refuses lifts or help as she trudges along to Kamchatka, through the road lined with abandoned villages which were once gulag camps. It sounds like driving through Missouri. Mm -hmm. No one has reported seeing the woman stop for breaks on the highway. Called the Road of Bones because the skeletons of the forced labourers who died during its construction were used in many of its foundations. Commenting on the local article on her, one person said a human could not survive without equipment and food. Therefore, this is not a human, but a spirit being who has taken on a human form. Why can't a spirit of a human be a human? <laughs> Another person added, she's not equipped for being out on the road. You need a backpack for supplies minimum because it can be many days walk between villages. You can sleep in a long coat but you need a means to make shelter. Is that your woman voice? Yes, mm. that's the best that I can do. <laughs> and, it's, and it's in Russian too. Oh, I see. Nice yes, try. I'm speaking Russian in a woman's <laughs> voice right now. Oh, you nailed it. Come <laughs> into the gulag, young man. I must go. Oh. It is believed that local police did not pick her up because she hasn't stolen anything. This is Russia, so if she had nothing with her... She had nothing to bribe them with, so they left her alone. You can see this story for yourself, the photograph of the ghostly Russian woman walking down the road. A ghostly walk 
or it's just all talk. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. I will give myself bunk points. Bunk points. Hurrah. Bunk points for me. I love bunk points. If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you are now allowed to have a shot. What have you got for me tonight, Miss Morris? I was taking a shot. (laughs) Wow. I think I'm going to ask you a question every time you pick up your glass of wine. Every time I say bunk, I say, uh-oh. Oh, there we go. Mm. Oh, no, you've said Thank bunk you, again. Heather. Oh, you so did you. Oh, no. Oh, no, not again. Oh, Christ, that's half a pint of wine you've mm. just necked. It's Fuki. Good God. Yes, I know what it is. It's Chinese. <laughs> what could be more impressive wine. than a bottle of Fuki on a Friday <laughs> night? What's the worst? Oh, God, we're going to get Michelle either snorting <laughs> or wine coming out of her nose either way. Oh, just fooky it. Nice. You we love will it. be taken off air oh, very I shortly. Well, I have a great story. Let's not prejudge it. You tell me the story. I'll get tell you if it's great. Early. No, Oh, it's I a don't. bucket story. Lovely. You're going to get more oh, than mustard down your shirt there, Michelle. No, it's not that bad. A woman died. (laughs) Wow! I'll be the judge of that. It's not that bad a story. A woman died. Good God. What happened to the empathy? That's like reading the Bible. There was a man that was born. He did miracles. He died. Close up magic. Hot cross buns. Almost want to know the guy. Done. A woman died after being buried under a mound of cow dung by a snake charmer in a bizarre healing ritual. I know, right? Didn't work, did it? Didn't work. It did not work. There's a joke in there somewhere. Give me a minute. (laughs) The victim named Devendri was collecting wood to burn for cooking at her home in rural India when she was bitten on the hand by a snake. The 35-year-old ran home to tell her husband, Mukesh, who decided to call a local snake charmer. That little snake, the slippery snake charmer. Mm. The desperate husband agreed to allow the snake charmer, Mareri, to bury the mother of five in manure. Lovely. As he suggested it would suck out the poison. I don't get it. Why wouldn't she just bury her hand? But... (laughs) Why don't you tickle the cow and see if milk comes out of Just its nose? put yeah. your hand in the orifice of the cow. <laughs> oh, straight up. <laughs> smell a rat. <laughs> Hang on, I've lost my watch. You could just put your hand... Straight up the cow. That's what I just said. That's a good idea I had then, wouldn't it? Oh, for crying. People gathered outside the house in Uttar Pradesh. They're always in Uttar Pradesh. And and watched as Mukesh completely buried Devendri in cow dung while chanting mantras. That sounded a little African to me, but I'm no expert. Here, ding your bell. No, that bell. That's not a bell, that's a gong, madam. Don't, it'll start raining in here if you carry on doing that. (laughs) It's a boy! Put your pants back on. After after 75 minutes, Devendri had died from suffocation from the dung. The cow dung. There's a joke in there. The cows are holy, aren't they? Yes, Yes, they are. Well, that's why you can't push your hand up. We try some medicine, a grinded powder, 
and tied a rope around her arm. Jesus. But the snake charmer advised us to cover her in cow dung. You wanting, you wanting slushy, Mr. Simpson? Uh, the snake charmer, he was a competent, it would help. He left her in the cow dung for 75 minutes. Wow. Didn't work. I can see that. <laughs> no working. I never thought she would die. I really thought she would survive. And it worked. Isn't this Texas? What are you doing here? I never thought this would happen. No, that's a little unfortunate. I'm sure he's going to get sued for the it. The snake charmer Murari said, I am known in this area to treat animal bite. I think the snake was a cobra. That's Russian, is it? <laughs> and she died because she was buried yes. in a dome. That'll do it. Death by dung. Mukesh is now left to raise five children alone. He is completely baffled. The burial method did not work on saving his wife. Lucky she didn't die of the snake bite, right? Mm. You I know what? I think points. we're going to die in here. Yeah. Because you are full of snake bite. <sighs> you're feisty and you're punchy tonight. And you, you've had a drink and it's you get funky. Yes, you have a glass of fucky <laughs> and you want to fight everyone in the bar. <sighs> a mum has claimed her family were haunted by a ghost who photobombed two of her holiday snaps during a trip to Spain. Saw the pictures, bunk. <gasps> oh, here we go. Two here bunks. we go. Two bunks, hip hip. At least I got the first sentence out this time. Tracy Edwardson, 45, could not believe her eyes when she spotted the ghostly goings-on in the picture from a getaway to the coastal resort of Salu. In one picture, a mysterious extra hand can be seen pushed up the bottom of a cow, resting... <laughs> I'm, I've made that up. I've nothing to back that up. Once bitten, twice shy. Resting behind... You wouldn't want to bite your fingernails, would you? <laughs> Dear God, madam. Resting behind her daughter, Madison, while a creepy silhouette looms in the background. Mother of three, Tracy only noticed the mysterious sightings when she got home from her haunted holiday. Mm -hmm. Tracy told the son online, we didn't see anything at the time, but there were some really weird things happening on that holiday. <laughs> like I got drunk on sangria and woke up the next morning with a mysterious sore bottom. It wasn't until my sister was uploading the photographs that we could see a silhouette in the background and then saw the picture of the hand. You can actually see that Madison has false nails on, but the extra hand has a non-nails. Uh, that's a because it was her boyfriend. Tracy would be a worry if her boyfriend had false nails. Tracy claimed the family were plagued by strange events during the whole trip. Like seeing things? To mm. salute. We were in our apartment a few flights of stairs up and there was a knock at the door with no one there. It was very, very odd. Mm. Another night, the kids ran into the room complaining they could hear people whispering. She added, I'm convinced it was a ghost along with the other things that were happening. I definitely believe in ghosts. I've encountered some really strange things in my time. Mm -hmm. Strange things in Spain or the same old photoshopping again. Yes. You decide. Mm -hmm. Go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the strange, ghostly, phantom fingers of doom. What have you got for me tonight, Corrie, in the round of ghosts and hauntings? 
Most Haunted appeared to finally realize its goal of seeing a ghost. That's impressive after 25 years. Right on. (laughs) And it was every bit as spooky as fans could want. In a video taken at a stable block in South Yorkshire, Yvette Fielding and her team Carl Betty and Stuart Torvell managed to capture what looks like that of a ghost of a man walking through a doorway. Nice. Absolutely thrilled and shocked at the sighting, Stuart and Carl dash to follow him, but he disappears into the darkness. Yvette called it their most groundbreaking footage and added, rather than giving us the answers we were looking for, it just gave us more questions. Than answers. (laughs) Was it the presence of the spirit of a long-dead soul, a doppelganger, or something else we are never supposed to understand? Carl said, We've never seen anything like this before, and we really don't have an explanation for what we saw, but the replay of the filming clearly shows the vision in detail. It's a weird, weird place. South Yorkshire is a weird, weird place. He's bonk again. Oh! (laughs) We're not going to make it through this show. Michelle's eyes have dilated. I'm feeling great. Of course you are. You've gone red and rosy. My drink! My drink! Wow. Nathan! (laughs) Nathan's missing a party, isn't he? I've got one more I wish to squeeze in. Woman demands refund from Facebook Psychic after paying £10, only to be told she loves teeth whitening and tanning. Niamh Gargan from Glasgow asks for her money back after being told over Facebook she loves tanning, teeth whitening, banana milkshakes and will fall pregnant. Well, what a night that was. Even though she knows she cannot conceive. A woman who was duped by a fake psychic demands a refund and the exchange over Facebook Messenger is hilarious. Screenshots of the exchange with psychic Brody McDougall on Messenger were posted on Twitter by Niamh's friend and it's gone viral. More than 65,000 people have liked it and 12,000 people have retweeted it. But the 19-year-old just wanted her tenor refunded. She'd sent Brody a picture of her on holiday in Rome to be analysed. And when she got the disappointing response, she asked for something more spiritual. Nam quickly cottoned on and asked for her money back as it was obviously fake. Brody insisted she was legitimate, saying, it's not fake. Hang on, it's got to be Scottish. Hang on there, wee boy. It's not fake. I can't do it. I can't get you. I'm in the middle of doing it. Wow. It takes a lot of... Energy, honey. Not really. It doesn't really take any energy at all. The reading quickly descended into odd territory, with Brody giving bizarrely specific comments about a supposedly dead auntie and someone who bought her Easter eggs all the time and hair clips. Brody went on with, I see a baby. Here you, get in my belly, are we baby? When Naam explained that wouldn't be possible, the psychic said she would adopt Messages from Brody then stopped making sense at all, as she claims the young woman had a bad past. Someone was close to you at a young age, and you went through a bad past, the message said. And Doesn't just, everybody have that? Everyone has baggage, and everyone has trauma in their life, don't they? Yes. And just for good measure, she added, you're always bored. Losing patience and apparently not seeing the funny side at the time, Nan responded with, can you refund my £10 before I report this as a scam? 
suddenly she's become a very posh English middle class mm-hmm. man. A very clearly fed up Nam then sent her PayPal details and later confirmed on Twitter that she had a full refund. Not as daft as it sounds, or I've just lost £10. <laughs> if you go to our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee, you will see that entire hilarious conversation and every story that's currently Very. attached to that i should give myself more bunk points as we're running i'm fed up with ufos i just thought i'd share that with you Me it's too. either strange things on mars stuff no, like, i love that uh, we, <laughs> it's almost like reading out katie price ghost stories isn't no. it no no i'm gonna jump it's my show this isn't a democracy oh. here i'm running an autonomous dictatorship we're running into the round it's a strange and the bizarre if we've got time We'll squeeze in a UFO. Michelle's on five. I'm on bunk points. Heather's on six. We go into the round of the strange and the bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of S&B? Well, guess (gasps) what? I have something for all of us, and I think we could do really well at it. I've got something in my trousers we can play with. Travel Scrabble. I'll start. (laughs) Good God. Well. Oh, God, we've lost Michelle. Uh, Texas. Well, we would have had to go down to Texas today. So. Well, we've left it a bit late, seeing yeah, that it's like nearly nine o'clock. Well, we'll plan this for next year. How about? I like it. Okay. Organizers of a half K race for underachievers in half Texas. K. Yes. That's like yes. 200 yards. Half in K. Texas said that registration for the event has already filled up. So I guess it wouldn't have mattered. Half a K. Half a K. That's like a quarter Thousand. of a mile. Yeah. <laughs> but organizers of the May 5th, which is today, half K run, a run of only 0.31 miles, so a third mile. By the way, we missed the May 4th be with you. Oh, Aww. May the 4th be with may you. May the 4th be with you. Well, here's what happens. Organizers of the May 5th half K run of only 0.31 miles, they give everybody a coffee and a donut break in the middle. <gasps> yes. Coffee and donuts. In the middle. You're actually putting on weight doing the race. Mm-hmm. Said they were shocked when registration, which was originally going to be available until May the 4th, quickly filled up. Please don't be mad at us. The run's website reads... We are as surprised as you are. We really had no idea we would have as many people sign up. Thank you for your interest. And we are already discussing how we can increase the capacity for this event in 2019. So mark it down. We're going. Half, we're driving all the way to Texas, 24 hours. To run a half hours. K. Why don't we have one here? Ooh, What's maybe wrong we with can you? Do, yeah. There may be a day in the summer where it stops snowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Well, here's what happens. The organizers have promised runners will receive a free pint of beer at the start of the race. That'll set you up for the rest of the journey. And will be given a pretentious car window sticker upon completion of the run. I love it. The run is aiming to raise funds for a charity called Blessings in a Backpack. Join your fellow underachievers for a day. Actually, more like 10 minutes, because that's what they figure it would take. I love it. With that a break long, in the middle. With a break in, with a beer in the middle. <laughs> a pint of beer. Does it normally take you 10 minutes with a pint of beer in the middle? More like Don't spill it. Five of glory, wow. celebration, and participation trophies to raise money for a great organization. So I think we should plan that. Plan our own. Go to one. 
maybe. I like it. So a run for underachievers. I'm a over run, it. A run. More like a walk. How many? <laughs> just, just practically, how many people are actually going to finish a run for underachievers? Well, you got to get your pretentious bumper sticker. Yeah, you do. Yeah. If you're underachieving, Donut, coffee. Do you, if you're underachieving in life, do you think you're going to complete that? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I think they'll come out for the donut and the beer. Maybe. This is where we are. Oh, that's great. Holly Willoughby used a psychic banana. Do you not think there's been a banana theme throughout this show? It's very banana heavy Running. tonight. It is very banana heavy. Holly Willoughby used a psychic banana to correctly predict Kate Middleton would give birth to a baby boy. The royal baby weighs a healthy 8 pounds, 7 ounces and was born at 11.01am inside St Mary's Hospital, Lindo Wynn. The 37-year-old asked the banana if Kate would have... <laughs> what did the banana say? The banana was very unhappy, apparently. The, the banana asked for a tenner at the end of it and said that you use teeth whitening and they're very bored. The 37-year-old asked the banana. We can do this at home, by the way. I'm going to bring a banana in and we are going to use the psychic banana. Does it get a microphone? On next speech. It's going to be funnier, isn't it, to a degree? Yeah, true. I'm sure I'll do a better job than Nathan. Oh, controversial. The 37-year-old asked the banana if Kate would have a boy before cutting through the tip of the fruit to reveal a Y shape inside, indicating a yes. yes. Before slicing it, she said, if it's a dot, it's a no. If it's a Y, it's a yes. Ten pounds, please. The psychic banana sees all. <laughs> the trick. <laughs> the trick can be done with any old banana. You can do it at home right now if you have a banana, using the shape inside to answer yes or no questions. Mm. Holly and Philip Schofield then segued to live outside the hospital where Kate had her baby. Holly said, weirdly, whenever I hear someone's in labour, I get filled with this inner jealousy. It's just the most magic moment when you hold that baby for the first time. I hope she's enjoying this time. The banana has previously been successful at predicting the sex of babies as well as sporting victories. Oh, so it has a better yes. track record than you. It's got a whole yeah. bunch, apparently. There's a whole... You're right there. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I'm all seeing and all knowing. I can tell you what coloured toilet paper your grandmother used to use, whether she used a hose or a sprinkler in the garden, and what colour scarf she bought you when you were five for your fifth birthday. Do you think I can now? The sex of babies. No. I've got a 50% chance... I'm and you still fail. I'm seven and oh. If I say it's a boy, it's going to be a girl. I cannot do it. Huh, it's nope. just not in me. Phil even confidently concluded the boy would be called Albert. Well, that went well, didn't it? Yeah. As if they'd call a prince, Prince Albert. That'd be ridiculous. Both William and Catherine's families are delighted with the new addition to their household. Use the banana, don't be coy, or a 50% chance it's a boy. You can go to our fabulous um, banana story. We will we'll introduce a banana onto next week's show and we'll ask it a very searching question. Perhaps people could write in on Facebook yes. more questions than answers with Adrian Lee and tell me what question they want to ask the psychic banana and we'll reveal the best one on next week's show. We'll cut that open and we'll make that something we can do. I like it a so lot. So if you're listening now, on the Dark Matter Digital Network. Why not write us a nice question? We could ask the Psychic Banana on next week's show and the best one gets the question answered. Mm. Yeah, I'm up for that. 
That's going to grow great on radio, isn't it? It is. Listen quietly as I cut the banana. I can do that now. We could do it with cheese. Ick. Uh, Corrie, what have you got mm. for me tonight in the round of The Strange and the Bazaar? The skeletons of more than 70 Roman soldiers and their families have been found under a hotel swimming pool. Lovely. Poltergeist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Workers were stunned to dig up the bones at the former Newington Hotel in York. It's all happening in Yorkshire this week. It is, Bananas yes. in Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. Two things we didn't think would come together. Developer John Reeves said the skeletons were found under the old swimming pool in what was an extension of the Roman burial ground. Nice. Yeah. A spokesman for York Archaeological Trust said graves of 30 decapitated Romans had been found nearby in 2004. We had Rome as well. Those That woman's holiday snaps were in Rome. Yes. Everything's coming together. Interesting. Very bizarre. Mm-hmm. The same spokesman further explained the property is adjacent to a cemetery excavated by L.P. Wenham in the 1950s, one of the first Romano-British burial grounds to be fully published in this country. He also said the cemetery was demographically diverse and included men and women and individuals of all ages from infants to elderly adults, although they seem to have been broadly of the same social class. The objects found within the graves included a jet pin, while another body had been buried wearing a copper alloy headgear whose flaky corroded remains had left a green stain on their forehead. Verdigree. Mm-hmm. Corpse juice will do that. York, of course, is very famous. One of the most famous hauntings in the history of Britain took place in the 1960s, where a guy went down into the basement of the town hall, was changing a light bulb, and saw an entire Roman army walking through the basement up to their knees. Right. And when they excavated the basement, they found a Roman road a foot below the basement floor. So York has a history, of course, with Saxons, Vikings, Jorvik. It was the capital of Viking England, of course. Lots of haunted goings on. You can go on a ghost tour of York. That story that. is available. It is available on our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers with Adrian. Miss Morris, what have you got for me in the round of The Strange and the Bazaar? I got something for you. Is it a Christmas oh. present early? Is it a banana? Is it a um, Roman? It will help you. Is it cow dung? <laughs> well, I have to it tell you. you. Yes. It will help you. It might look so swelling. <laughs> Don't touch it. I'm going to give you some friendly advice. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Because it's been friendly up until this point tonight. She's been punchy. She's had a couple of drinks. She wants a fight. Look at her. Sorry, but eating McDonald's french fries won't actually cure your baldness. Oh, you've got to rub it in. <laughs> rub the fries in my bald. <laughs> There'll be a time in this country when a woman says to me, I want to run my hands through your hair, and I'm going to have to take my shirt off. <laughs> your pants (laughs) and the psychic banana says yes (laughs) talk about throwing salt in a wound the japanese researchers behind a new study that links an ingredient found in mcdonald's french fries from a treatment for baldness admits eating the fries will actually have no effect whatsoever. God, I was eating them by the bucket load. I know. I was stuffing them in my ears up my nose. Good God. Yes. Professor Junji Fukuda (laughs) of Japan's Yokohama National University said his team was able to mass prepare thousands of hair follicle germs in a form of silicone called 
Here we go. Dementopolysilozane. The problem is that you're going to end up with hair like Ronald McDonald. You're just going to have a big ginger <laughs> type oh, no. perm, nobody, aren't you? Nobody, nobody wants that. No one wants that. <laughs> Look what's happened to you. Oh, my God. It's like a bear trapper's hat downstairs. You're going to need an angle grinder. I'm not rubbing fries down there. <laughs> God, I am. Do you, want a, do you want cheese with that? Double whopper? You take the pickle out. I'm going to no. angle grind that and it's going to like that burnt tinsel on the bathroom floor. Well, the researchers were able to transplant the cultured follicles onto mice and see further hair growth. I'm not putting a mouse on me, Ed. Not in your head. My granddad had a we're hair gonna... transplant and walked around with a liver on his head. We're going to be chasing mice with fries. <laughs> oh, good. What could possibly go wrong? Like New York City subway rats. God, God. I've got plants in the Philippines that would eat those. Uh, this is a potential breakthrough through as oh, the preparation great. for hair follicle germs on large scale has previously been a big obstacle to hair regenerative medicine what, what's working just tell me again i missed it what is actually working mcdonald's uses dimethyl polysilazanic and everyone else something. uses potatoes yeah. <laughs> as an anti-foaming agent oh that's oh, always Jesus. fun to listen to anti-foaming agent in its frying oil for french fries hmm. they use that anti-foaming agent yes for french fries mcnuggets filet fishes chickens <laughs> the- Pie. you want Pies. soft finger fish and chip the foodie blog Grub Street notes that some outlets for pushing the notion that eating fries might cure baldness thanks to this connection Fukuda no, says true. the misinterpretation of research baffles him. I have seen uh, some things online comments saying, how many fry? Mr. Do, Bond! Do I have to eat to grow my hair? you got to rub it in. I feel bold and bad if people think eating something would do that. Because it will not do that. It would not cure a baldness. I never had grey hair till I met American women. I will and share that And eating fries. There. Yeah. Yes. Fukuda said the technique might be able to eventually help people with alopecia, male pattern baldness, Lee. For oh, those geez. who've suffered hair loss from cancer treatments, I've got too. my mother's beard. <laughs> but said human tests probably won't happen for at least five years in regards to that dimethyl polysyllab. Zonex. Alopecia. You're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence lately. Alopecia. I didn't think I'd get up there. I didn't, I didn't think, think I'd make you it. Either. You've got to start low. That's yeah. the problem. If you start too high, you've got problems. Done. You know, I did karaoke once and I started out really high. I was like, You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. The trouble is, you get to the middle part and it's like, Bad, bad, bad. I think you can't. You got to start low. It's got to yeah. be like you're just too good to be true. You got to give yourself a chance. You see what I'm saying? McDonald's hair, or oh, I just don't care. We now enter the round we call not for your mother, which means you have now found us on one of our media platforms, probably SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. If you're listening on SoundCloud right now, why not press the little orange love heart and show us? your gratitude and how much you love the show why don't you cut and paste the link as well and tell the whole wide world on facebook or twitter or any other 
media platform. What you're currently listening to, you are listening to MQTA Radio, the only paranormal news quiz anywhere in the world. You have been warned. This is the round we cannot read out on air for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine. It's the stories from around the world this week that contain the kind of things that we will be removed for or get a hefty fine. So you've been warned. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, then obviously send her outside, bury her under some cow dung and give her a banana. If there's small children running around, why not rub McDonald's french fries into their hair and give them all a 1970s perm? There they can all be lined up and sing a couple of bars of Rockin' Robin. You've been warned, Belgians have got all hot under the collar after a statue of a man with an erection was installed in a public park. I saw it. It's real. (laughs) It's not real, but it does look real. He was blessed, by the way, wasn't he? I love him. You scratch it, you're closer. She's going, she's just booked a trip to Belgium. <laughs> two weeks in Brussels. There's <laughs> nothing to do for two hours in Brussels. <laughs> Locals are said to have given officials a hard time after the art. I got it. I'm going to ring the bell every time I do that. Okay. After the artwork was erected in the park of the Middle High Museum in the Belgian city of Antwerp. Fabulous cathedral in Antwerp. Mm-hmm. The statue called the Arc de Triomphe depicts a naked man bent backwards in a sort of crab position <laughs> with his manhood brazenly pointing skywards. Surely Eiffel Tower would be better over Arc de Triomphe, wouldn't Wait, it? Wait, I have an idea. Yes. Patreon, no, that's let's what all it go was to saying. Belgium. I have an idea. Yes. Oh, stick your hand up if you've got the answer. My... It is hoped the statue, which is made from plasticine, which is a bit like Play-Doh, will be turned into a fountain. But it's not clear just where the water will come out. I know. I think I, I know. We've got a good idea. Museum director Sarah Wyans said, I determined that nude bodies can indeed touch visitors. Or visitors can touch them. We did Four hours she spent in this art exhibition. She loves her art. You know wax that. on, wax off. Wax on. I see. Well, yeah, it's no. no good doing mimes. We're, we're on the radio. I can't. But I loves it. I can see what you're doing. We do have quite a lot of nude bodies in our collection, but those are often women's bodies. Apparently, those evoke less outrage than this piece. Of course, this is a work made from plasticine and not from bronze, which makes it a lot more real looking. I assume that is why the reactions are quite stronger. The museum now plans to put up warning signs in the park, which is freely accessible to the public and is popular with walkers. Danger, erection ahead, fork in the road. (laughs) The piece is part of an exhibition called Antwerp Baroque 2018's Rubens Inspires, which opens at the start of June. Naked Baroque or a giant throbbing collection of artwork. Mm-hmm. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers, and it'll have your eye out. Do you think that piece of work is ahead of its time? <laughs> I don't mind talking about it, but I don't want it rammed down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. You'd be disappointed if I didn't, right? Yeah. Miss Morris, what have you mm. got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? We have done a story in the past, and I can't, I'm sorry, I have to apologize, Michelle. I don't know if it was with you. Too much drinking. Or if it was back a little farther. I will be able to remember. Mm-hmm. Well, a Missouri woman. Missouri. Who had a loaded handgun hidden in her vagina. Never JJ. 
at the time of her arrest last year, this is a different one. This was the beginning of the second series, I think. um, Has today pleaded guilty to a weapons possession and narcotics charge during the appearance in circuit court in McLean County, Illinois. Anika Witt, 27, copped to a pair of felony charges as part of a plea agreement that requires her to testify at a trial against an acquaintance with whom she was arrested last September. Mm. As part of Witt's plea deal, prosecutors agreed to drop four other felony counts lodged against the convicted felon who faces a $6,400 fine related to the heroin count that she also had. Oh. Well, Witt and Clinton McDonald, 29, were arrested following a traffic stop on Interstate 55 just north of Bloomington. A search of the pair's vehicle turned up heroin and ecstasy. Oh, Said party. the police. Good night out. But this is the part that I found most interesting. Mm. Witt was subsequently transported to the McLean County Jail where arrestees were subjected to a strip search it was during that procedure that a female jailer recovered i don't know how i don't want to know how she looked i don't do you spread the curtains i close my eyes drew (laughs) back the curtains whoa (laughs) to see for certain (laughs) bit of joseph's technicolor dream coat there who knew well, what the female jailer recovered was a loaded Kimber, thirty-eight, with a silencer handgun from Wit's vagina. So it was actually oh. loaded. The we- <laughs> well, this is what the cops say. The weapon, cops say, had a fully loaded clip inside. She had one in the shaft and a bullet in the chamber. Nice. There was one in the chamber. The gun is actually 5.6 inches long and weighs... Yes, but it's got a handle on it. And it weighs 13.4 ounces, and that's just with an empty magazine. That's without the bullets. So she had that all wedged up inside her. Wedged! That's impressive. That is impressive, isn't it? Well, the 5.6 inches isn't... No, no. No, that's not... It was cold. Thinking about the handle. <laughs> yes, yeah, where did the handle go? Do you think the handle went up first, and it's just like a dog's leg? That's a brave freaking woman, <gasps> loaded Holy with one in the chamber. The clip was off. That's terrible. Oh. Wow, that's terrible. I have an illegal gun, and it's not up my bum. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a different spin on the game operation. <laughs> Now remove his funny bone. You owe me $200. Now remove the loaded pistol. Fun for all the family over Christmas. wonder if he's shooting blanks. Wow. It's going to leave them exploring other avenues. We should make screwed up operation. Screwed up operation. Now remove his chopsticks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came the from. USB port. Wow. Now remove his psychic banana. Now remove his hamster. <laughs> Richard Gear Limited Edition. No. No. Hey, no. No. You dare. No. No. Lee, he's a, he's a saint. That man. He's had to put up with so much. Corey, what have you got for me tonight in the round of NFM? 
a mom of two mistakenly fed her children penis-shaped pasta after thinking the shapes were smiley faces. I don't know how she messed that up. I don't either. I think it never looks good. like a smiley face. Not really. Looks like an earthworm. If you look at it upside down, <laughs> it's like an earthworm. Who have you been with? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawlers, nightcrawlers. Heather knows how to use them. What's wrong with you? You're not going to catch any fish with that. Oh, my God. Rebecca Brett from Dunstable only noticed... I lived in Dunstable. But do you know I her? Taught, I taught in a school in Dunstable. You probably taught What's her, her and that's why she Rebecca Brett. Rebecca Brett. That she, actually sounds familiar. She's 24 now. Uh, I may have taught her, yeah, if she was 12 or 11. That's possible. It I is. bet I taught I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, that's freaky. God, I might have taught that woman. Do you know why it's called Dunstable? A dun is a post. So there was a obviously a, a signpost, a yeah, and a stable ultimately. A stable Dunstable kind of was on an old Roman road where you, if you're going from east to west and north to south, that's where everything would meet sure. ultimately, right? Wow, Rebecca Brett, yeah, who knew? Oh, I should have taught her better. She should know the difference between pasta should. and penises at yes, her age. Yeah, smiley face and a willy. There. Uh, Rebecca Brett from Dunstable only noticed the cheeky symbols after her two kids. Ava, three, and baby Marie had started eating. The 24-year-old parent uploaded a picture of the naughty dinner to Facebook, along with an explanation of what had happened. She said, wandered down to the market and Ava begged me for some smiley face pasta that she'd seen. So I bought it, cooked it for the girls for lunch today. Thought it looked a bit odd, re-looked at the bag, and it's Holy bloody penis pasta. Gross. Lucky she cooked it enough to make it soft, right? Yeah. Nothing worse than hard pasta, is there? You're chewing it. Al dente. See what we did there. Yes. The mum went on to say that she hadn't even spotted its phallic form while she was cooking. She hilariously concluded, So my three-year-old and my seven-month-old are currently eating a big bowl of dicks. Lovely. Mm -hmm. I'd like to tell people that sometimes. Fun yeah. for all Eat the a fame. bag of one. Eat a bag of dicks. Wow, you two are feisty tonight, <laughs> aren't you? What's wrong with you both? Spooky. We're going to go out to the bar in a minute. You're going to cause a fight with a bunch of rednecks. Let's hope so. I win. I might. Oh, let me get my pistol. <laughs> Good God, madam. I'm packing. That's a Gatling gun. <laughs> she put three feet of machine gun belt in there with it. <laughs> There's a full set of matching Tommy, luggage. Tommy gun. <laughs> oh, my God. The majority of people thought the story was hilarious, and the post has been liked more than 80,000 times on Facebook and shared more than 176,000 times. There you go. Pastor Willie. Pastor Willie. <laughs> He's like the local pastor. <laughs> go and get blessed by Pastor Willie. Confessional. Mm. Pastor Willie, or don't be so silly. Doesn't seem so funny anymore, does it? No. Do you have any more there, Morris? Are you done? I'm going to call her. Uh, well, I got one. Do you don't it. have to. I mean, you know, we're off air now. We can finish whenever we want. There's no limitations. Well, this one's fun. A woman from Argentina is accused of cutting off her boyfriend's penis oh, with gardening scissors. <laughs> gardening scissors. Jesus. <laughs> Never mind, it'll grow back in the spring. Yeah. He said she was provoked because she he showed his friends 
their homemade sex tape, <gasps> according homemade. to reports. Perfect. Nothing like homemade. Mm-hmm. Mm. How the camera steal? Grandma. <laughs> her shaking doesn't do it any favors. You say that, but when she's on her own, that Parkinson's actually beneficial. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to be a gynecologist, but I'm retired now, but I still like to keep my hand in. Oh, for God's sake. Brenda Baratini, 26, allegedly committed the revenge attack in the Nueva Cordoba area in Isn't that disproportionate? Is that, that's, is it, I mean, I know I'm the only male in the room here, so I'm aware of my audience, yeah. but isn't that disproportionate? I'm going to show my mates a sex tape. You're going to cut my willy off with garden she, shit. She, I don't know. She was pissed. She was, well, here. Here's the thing. She's 26. Yeah. Okay. It was her 40-year-old boyfriend with... Showing off. Yeah, to his mates, right? It's no good doing it if you can't tell your mates about but it. But here's the thing. She only cut 90% of it off. So he's still got six inches then? Ooh, of his penis off. 90, he's got an inch to weave through. he was left in life-threatening condition. Yeah, I think every, he's major, every major vein and... She grey-joyed him. Oh. You can bleed to death. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's not, I'm wincing now. I'm very ruining my evening. Who is serving imprisonment without bail. I thought that said ball. <laughs> without a ball. Nice. Ahead of her trial, told Lavaz she suffered great psychological harm because of the leaked tape, which I, you know what? If he is leaking it, and then his friends leak it, and then it goes on social media, she's kind of toast. I feel bad for the donkey. He didn't even sign up for that. The only the only animal aware that had, had a rectangle over its eyes. I watched the tape. Oh. Everyone's naked. There's a donkey with a rectangle oh, over its eyes. Oh, stop it. It's seen a, it's seen a witness I protection cut... scheme in a farm in Brunner's Aires. She said, I cut his penis, but not completely. Oh, that's okay then. Just take I the just, first four inches. I just injured him. It wasn't complete. I just injured him, she said, according to the translation of her jail interview. She just injured him. She I'm only getting took 90%. Queen. I'm getting the blood yeah, strained relax. out of my face. Jesus. Is it better to lop it all off oh. or leave a stub? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your old arm off or should we just cut it down to the elbow? The bloody stump. The man has been left depressed. One of his attorneys said, as he waits for future operations and hospital employees were unable to reattach his penis. He's going to get a bionic willy. But, oh, a story I didn't get to put in yet. Have to tell you. Do. Okay. um, The reason I, I thought it was funny originally because it said a vet gets a transplanted willy and balls. Or penis and balls. It's the first one of its kind. Who's a vet? Isn't she not the most haunted? No, just a vet. And I thought it was like an animal veterinarian, but it's not. It's it's like an army vet. I think it blew off. What? In the wind? No. I'm not getting my willy out. IUD. Something like that, yeah. But he actually Can we move on from like willy accident related stories? he He had a full willy and ball transplant yes he did and i thought well does that mean that they can pick a size from what did he get it from get a like a cadaver 
Yes. I don't, well, I'm no, sure they, they, got, they got it from a guy in Argentina <laughs> who was really generous. Oh, man balls. Man balls. Isn't yes. that a blues song? Can you trim that up a little? Can you play old man balls again in the key of A minor? Yes, they called him Harry. <laughs> Jesus God. How about we move on? Were we from like Willy Accident <laughs> stories? How is that possible? Oh, look at the blood drain. You got a discount, half yeah. off. <laughs> you like a child? Which what, you know, like when you get a breast implant, you can choose what you want. Yeah, yeah. right or left one. I'll take that one. <laughs> oh God, you've gone with the ambassador, Even sir. Up the third one. Yes. You've gone with a Mexican immigrant. Good decision, sir. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like, terrible. Flashcards. Flashcards. Just draw around it. We'll, <laughs> we'll do the rest. <laughs> Shadow puppet. Oh, my. Good God. Look, he's done a hamburger with sesame seeds. And now he's gone for the Eiffel Tower. I'm going to finish big and go with Winston Churchill looking pensive, followed by the last turkey in the butchers. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> A man who claims his friend inserted an entire chopstick up his penis. (laughs) Could could he walk? Could he walk? (laughs) 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 When they were blind drunk in the land of the blind, the the one-eyed man is king. (laughs) Had to get it removed in hospital. The 42-year-old patient, known as NVD, had to get medical help in Vietnam's southern Dong province. Bull crap. <laughs> Look, it says southern Dong. Look, I'm not making Where else that. would you no, go? No, that's not southern Dong. What does yeah. that say then? Dong. Let me see it. There, look, what does that say? The southern Dong hospital. Dong Nai. Dong Nai. <laughs> yes, it's Dong Nai. When he had difficulty urinating and pain in his genitals, and his wife got a perforated lung. The chopstick... (laughs) I made nothing to back that up. The chopstick was just over 10 centimetres long and had been shoved so deep inside his penis that its tip was about 3 centimetres from the urethra opening, according to the doctors. Dr. Tran Foon of the Saigon Dong Hospital... Nice. Said he was able to push the front end of the cooking implement out of his sexual organ. What about splinters? That would be rough. The medic said this was possible because scans showed there were no foreign bodies present, meaning the chopstick was not metal. Do you want a foreign object inside you, Michelle? No. I'm British. MVD <laughs> revealed that a friend had pushed the chopstick up his penis for fun while they were drinking. For fun? There you go, and everyone was laughing. A friend did it? He was dousing afterwards in a field. Apparently, he found a natural spring. Wait a second. A friend? Yes, a friend pushed an entire chopstick. What type of friend? Bad friend. A bad friend, I would suggest. <laughs> it could have been worse. You should have seen the guy with the egg whist. If you're a friend of them. I'm going to ban alcohol <laughs> in this studio. I'm just putting that out there. God, madam, put your clothes back on. No one wants to. Put that chopstick down. That's not a chopstick, that's an egg whisk. He went to the hospital the following day because he was experiencing painful side effects. Really? Dr. Tram added the patient did not require an overnight stay and was discharged the very 
same day. Hidden oh. chopstick or poor chapstick. <laughs> well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place. With the K2 meter and the dead battery is Michelle, who's winning what? a bright what? orange, <laughs> tightly permed wig. <laughs> Miss Morris is in second place with eight what? points, but in resplendent first place, winning the $33,000 IL camera and a life supply of bananas and cow dung is myself, who scored a resplendently high bunk. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time, and I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world. The paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show, and feel free to contact us anytime via our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. You can also join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. And remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called Not For Your Mother that you can only access on SoundCloud if you go to soundcloud.com search for mqta radio everything will be there with you my gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris Chaton drainer michelle corey and all of the international paranormal society at imparanormal.net and all of the show sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group and move on of minnesota it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting